It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O Thunderpod at gmail.com. And if that is not enough ways to get involved with the show, you can call into the show, 405-362-7128. Let me know on Twitter, on the phone line, on the email address. What do you want to hear me talk about? What do you want? What questions what do you have? What takes do you have that, that you want me to talk about on the show? And so on today's show, we're going to talk about Shams putting out the list of participants for this year's NBA Combine. There is some, There are some interesting factoids about that list, uh, about who's going to be participating in the Combine, and also talk about the NBA Finals matchup being set after Sunday's win in the Eastern Conference. We'll dive into the Lakers, we'll dive into the Heat, uh, and talk about what all they uh, bring to the table and what you should be watching for in those two matchups. We start, of course, with the uh, list of of guys participating in the NBA Combine. So the big name is LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball will be participating in the Combine, but there are still some some more uh, interesting names, in my opinion, than that. Because to me, LaMelo Ball is going to go top three, Maybe worst case scenario, top four. And so there's not really much you can do in this combine to improve or regress from that top four spot. But there are some uh, big names that have a lot of room to move up or down during this pre-draft process. But one name that will not be there that I think is just a bad move for him uh, is James Wiseman. Now, James Wiseman uh, has a ton of people in his ear right now. He has an agent. 
family, what he thinks is best for himself. But from the outside looking in, there were a lot of questions about James Wiseman coming into college and a lot of questions from high school. And some of those questions like his motor, his intensity, his defensive edge, some of those can be attributed in, in high school to, well, you're not playing in a lot of close games. You're not playing in a lot of games that matter. You're not playing a lot of, of, of opponents that are as talented as you. And that they could have easily been explained away that way. And you would see it in college and, and he would turn that all around. The problem is, we didn't get to see it in college because he was suspended by the NCAA uh, and fell out at Memphis and could never uh, regain eligibility. Uh, it was a terrible process. The NCAA really, really botched that. The NCAA really just killed uh, James Wiseman this year. But he still did not get to answer the questions of, does he have a motor? Can he play defense? Can he stretch the floor? Can he be a modern big? And what we're seeing right now, especially in this postseason, the bigs have to stretch the floor. They have to be versatile. They have to be able to play defense. You look at Anthony Davis. You look at Bam Adebayo. Those are your two centers in the postseason right now that are still in the finals, that are going to the finals. You look at what the Rockets were able to do going to the second round. The NBA is trending away from what James Wiseman has put on display so far. So for him to not go to the combine, uh, to me, just hurts his draft stock because uh, you could have gone to the combine and shown, look, I can I can pull out a turnaround jumper. Uh, I can maybe stretch the floor a little bit to... Uh, just beyond or just inside the three-point line or maybe just outside of the three-point line. I, I can do some different things. It's not too big of a deal because again, you shouldn't overreact to a combine. But for a guy like James Wiseman, this is one of those this is one of those special cases where it could have helped you because of the fact you didn't get to play in college. You didn't get to play college ball and you didn't get to answer some of those questions uh, on that big stage. But RJ Hampton is another name that's gonna be there. And RJ Hampton kind of the same thing. RJ Hampton is gonna be at the combine. He's gonna participate in whatever this combine looks like. And he kind of has the opposite of Wiseman. He's almost played too much or put too much on film because out of high school, he was looked at as a very, very talented guy. He was one of my favorites out of this class. I mean, if you would have asked me last November who I would have picked in the first round in the lottery, uh, without even thinking, I would say RJ Hampton is in that that discussion uh, and is firmly in that lottery mix. And now... You see him teeter on the back end of the lottery. Maybe he falls out of the lottery. I still think he goes in the in the back end of the lottery. doesn't fall completely out, but it's still a question. Uh, I thought that the question would be more so how close is he to the number one overall pick, not how close is he to number 20, not how close is he to 15 uh, or 16. I, I really uh, thought this would go differently for RJ Hampton. And so he likes it. He likes not to go to Kansas. He goes overseas. And now at the combine level, he has a chance to kind of right some of those wrongs that he had uh, overseas, kind of get that shot back, show, show, some, show some teams what you can do with your jump shot and just go through the progressions and those drills and maybe boost your stock a little bit. Uh, but there are some other interesting names on here. Vernon Carey Jr., I think every big man on this list, Vernon Carey Jr., Yudoka Asabuki. I, I think that the big men on this list have to try to prove to NBA talent evaluators and prove to front offices that they can do more than what Azubuki did in college. For, and and Azubuki is the biggest example of this. Carey falls into it a little bit, but Azubuki in college, he was nothing but a paint protector defensively with a low motor. And offensively, he couldn't make a free throw. He couldn't make a jump shot. He would just make layups and dunks. And while it would be through heavy traffic or uh, be through contact, that's not going to get it done in this day and age. You're not going to be able to do what Kansas did and just dump it down to him, especially whenever he can't make a free throw. He doesn't have the motor uh, to keep up with the NBA pace. There's a lot of questions about Udoka, along with the injury history, uh, that 
I just think that people are going to shy away from him. I wouldn't be surprised if Hidoka Atsubuki goes undrafted. So this combine, if he's somehow miraculously over this last these last few months worked himself into a jump shot, at least at least enough of a jump shot to make someone fall for it in an open gym to where maybe you take a second round pick on him, uh, then that would be a good enough improvement and, and it would be worth it enough for him to be in this pre-draft process. But Devin Dotson, another guy from Kansas, is someone who I think can really shoot up draft boards. Uh, I think that right now, even someone who is totally head over heels for Devon Dotson, and I really like Devon Dotson, um, they have him going in that 27th range. You know, it's a 27th pick, 28, 29, 30, somewhere in there. Or a second-round talent. And I think that he can be uh, someone who wows in an open gym, someone who wows you in a combined setting. You look at that speed, you look at his playmaking, you look at his dribbling, and if he can just have a good shooting day at these combines, I think he can shoot up some draft boards, especially whenever you look at Devontae Graham. And Devontae Graham did it for a longer period of time. All right, Devontae Graham, in four years at Kansas, was just sensational. I mean, truly, uh, watching Devontae Graham in, in Kansas, that's one of the best point guards I've ever seen at Kansas in my life. He is that good. Kirk Heinrich, I mean, he was right up there with those guys. And he goes in the second round, doesn't have a good first year, but then, in my opinion, should have won the most improved player this year. Was amazing for the Hornets, and it feels like that's sustainable. So maybe you look at this is here's another under here's another uh, Kansas guy that didn't really show a lot in college that makes you think that they can translate to the NBA. Uh, but the kicker here is that Devontae Graham had that killer three point shot. Dotson doesn't really have that, and Dotson's Dotson's game is really predicated on getting to the rim and finishing at that rim. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Shea. Um, where Shea is going to be slower, slower pace, but he has a quick burst to the rim, and then he'll finish niftily around the rim and then kick out. He can shoot it a little bit, Shea can. That's the same thing with Dotson. They can both shoot it some. I mean, they're, they're not dreadful shooters. They're, they're qualified jump shooters, but they get a lot of damage at the rim. The problem is, unlike Shea, Dotson does not have that length and size to make you uh, feel certain that he'll translate that to the NBA level. Because with Shea, you know he can get to the rim at the NBA level. He, he has the length, he has the size, he has the skill set, he can do it. With Dotson, he has the speed, he has the athleticism, he has the the contact through, you know, the, the, the power to finish through contact, even in a small frame. But can that work at the NBA level? Can he still get to the rim at that way? Because he's not like Devontae Graham, where Devontae Graham is small, but he's good enough at the three point line to not even have to worry about going to the rim. To where he can just use his speed to beat you to the rim because you're unexpecting it and you're and you're pressing too far up on him at the three-point line. He can just get around you and go to the rim quickly. Um, Dotson wants to go to the rim. So you're going to be able to sag off of him a little bit and feel comfortable sagging off of him because, yes, he can make three-pointers, but he's not going to kill you every single time. So Dotson has a little bit of, of, of things working against him. So if he can just show an improved jump shot at this combine, he can shoot up the draft boards into like that 20-25 range instead of that 27-30 to 30 range, somewhere in there. But this combine is going to be interesting. This draft is going to be interesting. We can dive more into this. I'm going to have some draft guests on here, some people who are really in the know about the NBA draft, talking all about these prospects, because I think that this is a, a interesting draft class because I like Devon Dotson. A lot of you like Terrell Terry. I like him as well. There are so many ways to go in this draft. There's so many players that you can cling to. I mean, I had somebody talk to me about Yudoka Azubuki, uh as someone that they would like to see the Thunder take, where I view Yudoka Azubuki, watching him all four years at Kansas, as someone who is, there's just no way he plays in the NBA. 
You can clip this right now and get it ready for old takes exposed because I'm saying right now, Yudoka Azabuki is not an NBA player. He's just not. One of my favorites to watch at Kansas, but he's not an NBA player. Yudoka Azabuki will never be an impact player at the NBA level. I, I struggle to believe that Yudoka Azabuki could even be a role player in the NBA. That's how low I am on his NBA future. And it's not his fault. Good guy, good player in college, has a certain skill set, but the NBA is trending away from that skill set. But you should be trending towards DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants for so long, but now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be, may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is an app that brings the food you're craving right to your door right now. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat. Your food will be left safely outside your door with their new contactless delivery option. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just choose the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right outside your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities operating safely. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So we do have our NBA Finals matchup set. It'll be the Lakers against the Miami Heat. The Lakers got here by beating the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals four games to one. LeBron James in that game that sealed the series went for a triple-double, 31-16-10. Frank Vogel made a good adjustment in that series to start Dwight Howard, uh, needed some extra rebounding help. Dwight Howard provided him uh, a nice boost, and it was good for Dwight Howard to find his role with the Lakers and to get back to the NBA Finals for the first time since he was against the, the Lakers in the Finals with the Orlando Magic. You know, Dwight Howard's been through a lot in his career, so it's nice to see him back on this stage. And then you, of course, have the LeBron James factor. The biggest factor in all of this has to be LeBron James. No doubt. If he was, if he's able to win this NBA Finals, he'll be the first player to win one with three different teams. If he wins Finals MVP, same thing. First player to do that with three different teams going up against his former team and taking on the Miami Heat. This is an interesting game to me. It really is. Interesting series, I should say to me. Um, but the first thing I want to say about this series is that LeBron James is in the Finals and love him or hate him, you have to appreciate how great he is. I've said the same thing about Tom Brady 
Um, I think he's a bit overrated as a quarterback, but it's unquestionable that his Super Bowl runs were legendary and you had to appreciate them. And if he gets back to one, you have to appreciate that as well. We're only going to get so many more final games with LeBron. There are only going to be so many more NBA Finals games that are played with LeBron on one of the teams for the rest of time. You have to appreciate the at least four we're going to get this year because they're going to go away quickly. It doesn't seem that way. He's beaten Father Time up until this point, but we don't know how much time he has left to get back to the finals and to see him one of, if not the best player to ever play this game on its biggest stage with a championship on the line. That is special, and that is something that you will not get back. And you're going to want to be able to say that you saw LeBron play in the finals over and over and over again. And this bubble experience, fluky, asterisks, whatever, and we'll get to that later on. But still, it's unprecedented, and you're going to want to be able to say that you knew where you were and that you were watching it when it happened because it is going to be history in the making that we're watching unfold right before our eyes. But again, LeBron James, love him or hate him, you have to watch every single second of these finals and appreciate what's going on. I know that there are there's so much going on right now. And typically in the fall, you do get more busy. You have more activities going. You have school. You have work. You have, everything's going. Football's on. Baseball playoffs are on. The Stanley Cup's still on, <laughs> which is weird. You still have a lot more options entertainment-wise. And I get all that. But to me, you just have to make time for the NBA Finals. You have to make time for LeBron James. Love him or hate him. It's an impeccable run. We're never going to see it again. And he has to be a part of your TV viewing. Get an iPad up with the streaming. Get something on with LeBron on it for the NBA Finals because you just never know. And this is going to go down as the best player we've ever seen. I know people don't keep pushing back with Michael Jordan. I get it. Michael Jordan was amazing. And the last dance was awesome. And it, and it taught everyone a lot about Michael Jordan. But LeBron is still the best player to ever play the game. You're going to want to watch him play this game at a championship level while he can. But he's beaten Father Time to this point. He just put up a triple-double in the Western Conference Finals to take the Lakers to the NBA Finals. Uh, Him and AD got it done in their first year together. And I saw a lot of Laker fans taking victory laps like, oh yeah, this is for for Kendall Marshall. This is for all, all the bad players we had to watch. Give me a break. Please. Give me a break, Laker fan. First of all, over half your fan base watches maybe five regular season games a year. And that's even when you're good. So how many people actually watched Kendall Marshall play and bought into Kendall Marshall whenever he was with the Lakers? Tar Heel great, by the way, Kendall Marshall. To parade on Twitter this weekend as if the Lakers were some underdog story and and some feel-good Cinderella story. As if the Lakers had just broken a humongous drought to parade around Twitter the way I imagine that if Kings fans ever get there, we'll do the same. A bit much from a spoiled, rotten fan base like the Lakers. To act like this was anything close to a process besides just, you know, let's sign LeBron. Why not? Let's sign LeBron and trade whatever assets we have for Anthony Davis. The Lakers' accomplishment this season was awesome. I just didn't like the fans acting like this was some, like, awe-inspiring rebuild that they just suffered through all this time and this losing. Okay, yeah, you had a few bad years. Welcome to the club. This would be like the Yankees 
crying about how, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is for Greg Bird. Okay, you've also seen like 5,000 Hall of Famers and have 50 million championships. Relax with the whole, no one believed in us. Relax with the whole, I can't believe we're here. Relax with the whole, who would have thought this would ever happen to poor little old Lakers? Please. I mean, give me a break. Again, if Kings fans acted like, like that, if they ever got their stuff together, that's one thing. I would accept that. I'd be happy for them. But for Laker fans, to act like they're some awe-inspiring group, give me a break. But good for the Lakers. This is going to be a very fun final, so we'll talk about the Heat right after this. But first, I want to talk about our good friends over at Built Bar, because Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get $10 off your first order. Built Bar has a new and improved recipe. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar with 100% chocolate on the outside. It is phenomenal. You can use them pre-workout, post-workout, or even as a meal replacement. They're great for the health-conscious person losing or maintaining weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Six new flavors. Camo brownie, uh, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple lemon crisp. Again, go to pitware.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get $10 off that very next order. And while supplies last, you'll even find yourself with a free cooler with every purchase. Get yourself some of those cookies and cream built bars. I'm sure that they are absolutely phenomenal. So go over there to built.com, get you the only protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar with 100% real chocolate on the outside and they're soft and easy to chew, no bad aftertaste. It's everything you want in a protein bar at built.com, promo code locked on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So I wanted to close talking about the Miami Heat. And this team has been so fun to watch with their ball movement. They're cutting to the basket. Of course, they're shooters. And we've seen Jimmy Butler be an incredible leader this entire time, really this entire season, but especially in the bubble. Uh, he's been able to balance needing to be the go-to guy while also being the facilitator. It's been masterful. Uh, he's done a masterful job of maintaining the offense and controlling the offense beautiful. And of course, he has good defense as well. Goran Dragic has just been sensational. It's funny thinking back to how important he's been in this series and this postseason for Miami. And then thinking back to like, what was it, June or July? <laughs> Last June, July, whenever he was going to be traded to the Mavericks. Literally, the trade went down. Kelly Olenek, Dragic to the Mavericks. And then all of a sudden, it didn't go down. And now how grateful are the Heat that they didn't give up Goran Dragic. And of course, you know, the two big ones, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. Bam goes for 32 points Sunday in the closeout game of that series, a career high. And Tyler Hero is turning into yet another underutilized Kentucky guard that comes into the NBA and is just sensational. I mean, he's the next Devin Booker, for God's sake. He has been awesome inside the bubble, setting records and taking names, Tyler Hero. He's someone that I really wanted for Oklahoma City, but I knew... He would not slide to 21, and then we did that thing where we put him in every single fake trade. Could you get him? Could you get Tyler Hero back in a Russell Westbrook trade or a, or a Chris Paul trade? No, 
No, the Heat are in such a good position with Butler under contract, with Bam and Hero uh, on rookie deals right now. Bam going to get that extension. You have his bird rights. You can go over the, the cap and everything like that. They're in such a good position right now to possibly win a championship starting Wednesday, first of all, but also next offseason in the biggest class in NBA history, in my opinion, to land a Giannis or to land a, a top star to go along with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. It's it's incredible what Pat Riley was able to do. Pat Riley gave out some awful contracts, Tyler Johnson and uh, Hassan Whiteside, to name a few, and was able to get off those contracts, maneuver through them, and come up with a championship-level team. What Pat Riley did was masterful and why he is one of the best to ever do it. He's one of the best to ever do it in the front office role in the NBA. And to me, this is the best finals matchup we could have gotten. Outside of, I guess, Giannis versus LeBron. And I love watching that Raptors team play. So I would have rather seen the Raptors and the Lakers. But outside of those two options... Um, and really the Bucs, I would just say it's it's literally just the Giannis and LeBron factor. They didn't play good team basketball. They didn't play a, a beautiful brand of basketball. It would have just been the fact of having a young Giannis against LeBron. But to me, the Heat matchup is just so awesome. Not only do you have LeBron against his former team, but you also have this young Heat team that plays basketball the right way. They play a great brand and a great style of basketball. And... It feels like you're watching the future of the NBA. You're watching in real time Bam Adebayo complete the transition uh, and changing of the guard from what a center is supposed to look like. You're watching Tyler Hero evolve into a potential superstar, at least an all-star, in his first year in the postseason. Now, I get it if you're someone who's saying, let's wait and see what he does in front of fans and in front of an actual playoff environment. I get that. But still... He's trending towards that Devin Booker category quickly as yet another Kentucky guard who just was underutilized, kind of fell in the draft, and looks incredible. And so I'm incredibly excited for this NBA Finals matchup. Let me know on Twitter who you think will win, at Rylan underscore Styles and at Elo Thunderpod, because I'm going to soak in all four, five, six, or seven of these games that we get because it's going to be the last basketball we see for a long Long time, too long. We will be without basketball for way too long. So make sure you're watching each and every minute of this NBA Finals and stay locked on to Locked On Thunder, your only daily Thunder podcast. Tomorrow, we'll give the NBA Final predictions, who I think will win and in how many games and why I think that they'll win. We'll also talk more about the NBA draft and continue along this off-season grind, this off-season process, and hopefully, maybe, possibly, we'll have a coach to talk about if Sam Presti ever gets around to hiring his next head coach. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Thunder. Be sure to subscribe, and if you leave a five-star iTunes review and leave a question in that review, I'll answer it on the show. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles and be good, and be good to one another. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? 
Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 